Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Think of all of the people you know. Chances are if you know 13 different people, and we all do, one of them has asthma or has had asthma at some point in their lives. And one in five of us, this is a statistic that uh, I hadn't seen before. One in five of us will suffer from some form of asthma in the course of our lives. And one in ten children have asthma. Today is uh, Asthma Day and this is Asthma Awareness Week. I'm joined first by Sarah O'Connor who is the CEO of the Asthma Society of Ireland. Those stats are stark Sarah, particularly the one that at least one person a week still dies of asthma in Ireland. It's still a huge problem. Good morning. Good morning, TJ. It is a huge problem, and actually, um, I suppose one of our points of concern is that asthma deaths rose from roughly about one a week to being uh, one every five days. That's the most recent figures that we have access to from the HSE. Um, so for us, our overarching mission and vision is to stop asthma deaths in Ireland. That's what directs, governs, and motivates us um, on a day-to-day basis. Um, and the piece of research that you're talking about, which we run um, as part of our Asthma Awareness Week campaign, is all around asthma in children, because we're focusing about this year to learn more about what it means to have a child, to look after a child um, and what kind of surrounds they need in the broader society for them to be asthma safe. There was a, a kind of a thing said about asthma in children that they grow out of it. Yeah, and and uh, the clinicians who, who work with us, who are volunteers with us, would say that, yes, a proportion of children do grow out of it, but I suppose some of the bigger learnings that we're undertaking now in terms of respiratory health would say that maybe um, a child who might have asthma might grow out of it at a particular point in their childhood, but it might return in a different way, shape or form later on in their lives. So it might be, I suppose, an indication that they would have, a, you know, a different relationship with respiratory health to maybe the fully healthy person. Um, but there are still a very substantial cohort of people for whom it's a lifelong illness and you're speaking to one of those people uh, themselves and yeah. my little fella um, who's uh, just a toddler has been diagnosed with um, with asthma himself in the last number of weeks so we're hoping he may be one of the kids who goes out of it but really um, anybody's best and you have to uh, mind them, look after them and uh, work with your healthcare professional hand in hand mm. to make sure you're keeping them safe along that journey. During the course of the, of, of COVID we were, were all was told you know people with asthma especially vulnerable to the virus. How did it affect people? Well, I suppose the, the, the piece about the virus, 
you know, we're still looking at the data coming through and, and as people know, I mean, um, COVID is such a new illness for us all to be learning about and I think all of the doctors and the clinicians are really um, working hard to try and figure out what does this mean, what are the ramifications of it and as we can see as we go along learning about long COVID and other aspects of it, we really don't know very much right now mm. but I suppose what the survey we launched this week told us about COVID and asthma in children is that actually had a very substantial quality of life and health impact on them. Um, for example, one of the findings that came through was that 19% of respondents, so mums, dads, carers, had avoided or delaying going to hospital um, for their child's asthma due to fears of contracting COVID-19. So that was a, a point of worry and a point of concern for us. Yeah. Um, and then, for example, um, about 59%, so that's, you know, 6 in 10, said that um, uh, they were unsure as to whether their child's symptoms were as a result of COVID and asthma, and that seemed to happen over and over and over for lots of families, and we had that situation in our house as well. And about 16% said that the uncertainty about whether something was COVID or asthma actually meant that there was a delay in the appropriate care. Yeah. So those are some of the medical pieces that COVID has done, but the pieces that came through really strongly, TJ, um, which, you know, are a little bit hairy. Things for long end, um, you know, really to um, the challenges that kids with COVID face. So, you know, increased bullying and exclusion in school as a result of having asthma, the similarity between asthma and, um, and COVID symptoms, as I've mentioned, very frequent testing for COVID because every time they were displaying asthma symptoms, they had to get checked, possibly knock on delays and getting in uh, to the GP or to the hospital as necessary. Yeah. And lots of school days lost. Lost and lots of school days lost. Um, yeah. And just some of the testimonials coming through from parents reflecting how their child felt about asthma really quite troubling to read, you know, um, children being mocked and excluded, laughed at and bullied by their classmates who, mm. you know, were telling them that they had COVID or, um, you know, maybe treating them in a way that really shows that um, we have a lot of education to do, yeah. you know, of ourselves as adults and of children to help them to understand what asthma is, what it is as an illness and how to help them look after children. That, that's, that's upsetting research. Sarah, thank you. I'll leave it there with you because the line isn't the best in the world. I want to go to Sinead. Sinead Tyvey, um, your daughter, Fern, uh, eight, eight, nine years of age, Sinead, and has asthma. And, and how does it affect her life? Good morning to you. Um, I'm the proud mother of the wonderful Fern. She's always had asthma. She was first um, went into hospital when she was three weeks old with a little chest infection. Um, since then, over the nine years, um, she's been hospitalized numerous times. I can't count how many times we've gone by ambulance. Um, she just... It's always been part of her life. She has a great understanding of it. And as she gets older, she understands it more. She's absolutely outstanding for taking her medication. Mm. She takes inhalers every day. Um, she also takes a little pink tablet, which is singular. Um, her asthma is probably slightly different. It comes on very slowly. It starts with a little cough and then it could just at night time. It's always worse. Um, She'll start wheezing and then over time it'll just get worse and worse and the breathing will get laboured. As she gets older... Have you you managed to identify at this stage the triggers, the things that set it off? Um, It's not really a trigger. It's just, you know, a simple little cold. If you got a little chill, it can just go from there. Um, Like, I mean, when she was smaller, she had eczema and things like that, which all go hand in hand with it. But for Fern, it's just that probably her immune system isn't up to the same as everyone else. And just a little cold could um, start this off. And it just, 
it did just slowly over a few days it will just get worse but we've learned now not to take chances with it anymore um and i'll get her to the gp as quickly as i can and things like that and when it starts and when you can sense it coming are, are there things you can do to intervene and head it off or do you have to let it take its course um, her inhalers, she takes Beclazone and she also takes her Ventolin, which is her reliever, her blue inhaler, which we would up the doses on that to try and help her. Now, not always does it, it does work, but sometimes she needs a little bit extra help then and it might just simply be an antibiotic or steroids and often it's, you know, um, into hospital and they take it from there and she could be on oxygen and things like that. That's scary. Um um, well, do you know what? When you're caught up in the moment, you just have to deal with it. Yeah. You said to me um, that, the, that there's been a fair few late night rushes to hospital, has there? Oh, absolutely. I don't know how many times. Um, people have been outstanding when the paramedics come through the door. You actually breathe a sigh, a sigh, uh, a sigh of relief yeah. to know that you're in the right hands then. Yeah. But I, it always, you know, at night time, of course, when it's, it's quiet at night, it always seems that little bit harder. Yeah. Do you worry for her as she gets older? What's, do they know will it get better or worse because some kids grow out of it? Do they know? Um, every year you hope. And every year she gets a little bit stronger in herself. And you just hope. Yeah. It's an awful thing, isn't it, to have to deal with a sick a sick child that child that can get sick so easily it's, it must be very hard for you and, and the rest of the family well it actually it is very hard I have two other kids and only recently one of them said to me why is she always sick and it's just something she can't help yeah because if you met Fern, she's the toughest, bravest. Sorry, and you're getting no, you're very okay. emotional. You're okay. You're okay. <laughs> she is the toughest, most amazing little girl. And okay. at the moment, she's extremely, extremely good. good. And she's so active, like she's swimming, she's gymnastics, she's um, she has her pony. She's Irish dancing, and you know what her attitude is? Okay, ma'am, I can't go to swimming or Irish dancing this week, but I want to go next week, and I'll go more. You know, she will That's not brilliant. let something get her down. Brilliant. She has the greatest attitude in life. Fantastic. She's were, were, so determined. Were you were you scared for her during during COVID? Oh, absolutely. I had her wrapped in cotton wool and bubble wrap and everything just to protect her. Um, but we got through it. We were very lucky we got through it, but I suppose it affected the other kids then. They weren't allowed to go places and do things. Yeah. And how do they but, take that? They don't, they, they love um, their, they love their sister, but this thing that... Oh, they love her and they kill her at the same time, but <laughs> she, um, she, yeah, she just has, um, just, she just has the most wonderful effect in people. She just lights up the room. So when she's on form, she everyone knows she's around, mm-hmm. and her sister and brother, um, they're they're wonderful to her. Um, her brother has mild asthma. I had it as a child, so we do have a great understanding of it and how you feel and you know how it runs you down and the exhaustion of it. And um, just Fern is just such a positive child. She she you knows like she takes her medication. It's laid out in front of her every morning and. Um, she calls her inhalers, her puffers, and if you were rushing, she'd go, Mom, you never gave me my puffer. 
you know, she's very good and there's never a problem with taking things. So she has, in fairness to her, no, she has made life very easy for me. I mean, we could be battling every morning, but she doesn't. She knows it's there to help her. And the asthma society have been just absolutely amazing to me. Um, Kira, the asthma nurse, rings me. She's actually ringing me later today. She rings me every three months just to check in with her. Right. And I mean, it's just to help and reassurance that I get there and even just for someone to turn around and say look you're doing a great job you're getting her there we do have our mishaps as we go along but um, that's just life and for Fern um, October to March is always our hard time when the weather changes you know when the damp weather comes in or the cold like she's your typical little girl like she'll run out off out into the garden with no jacket on and you're running after to put on the jacket and things you know so she does get a little chilly every now and again but um, look the asthma society are just so amazing to us and the little tips we get there you know the the asthma plan and the school have been excellent um like in our house there's always a hospital bag ready waiting in case but that's just like someone said to me one day that's not normal it is for us it's just we have to be prepared and ready yeah and like Fern is she's just she just knows and often she's come to me she goes mom I think I need to go to the doctor um oh, she's, she's know that, herself she's like, that in tune oh, with herself oh she is wow. oh even as a small little thing she is just amazing and um she 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 battles it as much as possible like yeah. you know she'd say no I'm fine she never ever complains but no then I'm she'd good mom we I'm need good. to go and you go Yes, absolutely. You don't. If she says she's bad or she feels she's unwell, I know we really need to move, you know. And, Everything and um, grab that bag. Yeah. Yeah. And I must say our GP is excellent. They'll always make room to see her. Great. Um, they know her so well now at this stage. Well, I mean, it's not over nine years now since she's been three weeks old. It's kind of gone. We have um, a wonderful paramedic that will come as well when we need him. He's been outstanding to us since she's been very small. Yes. So we have a lot of people to thank. They've got us there. Yeah. And um, like Fred has gone off to school today, a happy-go-lucky, typical... Her. Yeah, and I mean, she's she's a little daredevil then in the middle of it all. She'd chance anything, but oh, like well, asthma they, they isn't going that's, to that's, stop that's her. That's part of being yeah. nine, do you know what I mean? And yes. Just, <laughs> it's all, all her stuff is covered, isn't it, on the LTI scheme, isn't it? The long-term illness scheme, isn't it? Asthma's on that, isn't it? Um, yes, it is. Well, she has, um, yes, she does have a medical card because Ferd also has epilepsy. Oh, so, dear. um Yes. Um, so, I mean, it, all her medicine, medicines are covered Good. now. Good. Well, that's a relief. Um, because, yes, well, we really needed it at that stage because she's on quite a bit. Yeah. But, um, like, she she takes it all on the chin and she she fights asthma as best she can. She puts up the best battle every time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, she she's so brave when she's in a hospital too. Nothing is ever a problem. Yeah. Do you know, she just, she, well, I suppose she's so used to it. Yeah. And your, your, um, your pride in her shows through. Sounds. Oh, she's amazing. <laughs> Sinead, thank you for being with us and our best to the whole family, but especially to young Fern, who's nine. Childhood asthma is the focus of Asthma Week this year. Uh. 0818969696. Air pollution is a thing. I didn't get to that with Sarah because the, the line was inclined to play up on us. But they, there, there was a. There, there seemed to have been a fallback in attacks, particularly adults, during 
lockdowns because factories were closed and traffic was off the road. Quartz 96 FM.